Today on the Ranting Weight Watcher. Cheat Night. Happy Friday, everybody. You have made it to episode seven of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I'm so glad to have you with me. Hey, if this is your first time here and you're enjoying the show, Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If your podcast app has a way to rate this show, please give it four star, five star, whatever, whatever you feel like you want to give. Any rating is appreciated. We have a fun topic today. Let's relax, have a good time. Aren't you glad it's Friday? I sure am. Okay. Cheat night. Do you guys have cheat night? I do. And I'll get a little into my cheat night later on. But uh, I got something here for you I want to read to you. In an article I have here from cookinglight.com, published back in December 2015... Is it okay to have a cheat day and still lose weight? Well, according to Dr. Carolyn Williams, it is. Is it okay to have a cheat day and still lose weight? Yes, in fact, having a regularly scheduled cheat day each week can actually be good for weight loss by preventing binges, reducing cravings, providing a mental break from dieting, and boosting metabolism if it's done in a healthy way. By healthy way, I mean using it as a day when you give yourself a break from measuring every portion, counting calories, and allowing yourself a little leeway to enjoy a favorite food or two. You you still consume plenty of water and get fruits and vegetables in, but in a more relaxed way. What's not considered healthy is to use a cheat day as a time when you go to extremes with eating or binges. There's no pressure to add a cheat day. In fact, most don't want to or feel they don't need to for the first few weeks of their diet. But when the newness wears off and motivation starts lacking or a plateau hits, adding a cheat day may help. If cheating scares you, then have a cheat meal instead. Plan for it each week where a time where a meal where you're able to relax like Friday night or Sunday brunch so you can fully enjoy and savor that meal the diet and lifestyle changes you've adopted will help guide your cheat meal and keep you from going overboard but it's also helpful helpful to add to plan your meal ahead of time and if you do mess up and cheat too much get right back on track and use it as a way to learn 
how to make better choices on your next cheat day. So, how does my cheat day go? Well, I don't, I don't really have a cheat day. I, have a, I do do the cheat meal. I eat the same foods, breakfast and lunch and dinner, uh, Monday through Friday. Saturday, Sunday, same breakfast and lunch as the Monday through Friday, but dinner is different on those nights. So those two nights of the week, I'm a little relaxed. Saturday, I'm more relaxed than Sunday. Now, I always make sure I put my work in first, right? So these are the rules I created for myself when I decided I was going to have a cheat night or a cheat meal. I said, okay, if I'm going to have a cheat meal, I'm going to make sure I get my walk in or get my exercise in and I'm going to take into account how many fit points I created, right? So now I go for a walk on Saturday and Sunday. My walk is almost two hours or two hours long and sometimes can average up to five from five to six miles in that time period. I create 40, between 35 and 45 fit points, say it like that. Like, for instance, my last walk, I created 41 that day. That was Wednesday. Okay, that's just for a for instance. How did I make so many fit points just on one walk? I wear a Fitbit device that knows I'm walking live. It is monitoring my heart rate live. It's catching my speed live based on GPS tracking. And it knows my height and my weight. So with all of that information, it can tell me how many, how many calories I burned. And so the calories burned translates into fit points by the Weight Watchers app once the information is sent to it. I wouldn't mess with fit points if I wasn't using a fit or some kind of fitness tracker that can measure heart rate. If the fitness tracker I had only measured steps, I would not be messing with fit points. And I don't recommend anybody else do either. Now, the again, the regulations I gave myself. So I last last week I made forty one fit points. So I said, Okay, I'm going to use However many I need of these. Now, typically, I use about uh, half of them uh, on a Saturday night or maybe a little more, maybe like 30. So if I make 40, I use 30 uh, because I, I, I enjoy myself on at dinner time. And what do you have? I, I mean, some Saturday nights I have Chinese food. Um, again, all of these meals are tracked. All of these meals are measured and weighed if necessary. Like a lot of Chinese food, you measure with a measuring cup and you move on, right? Now, don't go too crazy. Well, well, you know, how do you know that's the exact point value of that Chinese food? What if you can't find that Chinese food? If you want to go crazy enough to add the Chinese food of your choice or any meal of your choice to the recipe builder, then you can be creeping into, you know, what I talked about a few episodes ago, condom accuracy, 
right? Tracking your food with condom accuracy, putting a recipe in for something you love and enjoy eating on a regular basis can give a far more accurate read in points than just taking a guess and say, ah, we're just going to throw 20 points at this meal. And I have done it. I have chosen meals that I love so much that I built them in the recipe builder. I looked up on Google a recipe for whatever meal and find one. I enter it as it sees, as it is measured. And if, if it says this recipe makes enough food for this many people, I put it in exactly like that. This way I have something to go on because you know what? You got to live life. You got to have the things you want to have. Just like the article said, it prevents going crazy later on and pigging out. These little steps, these, you, may, you may think, oh, that's a lot to do to enter a recipe in a recipe builder. But if it's something you love and it's something you have once, twice, three times a month, whatever it is, why not? Put it in there, save it. You only do the work once. Then on Saturday, whenever night you decide is your cheat meal, you go out and you put in the work, you do your exercise, you monitor how many fit points you created on that day, and you use them toward the cheat meal. And you know what happens when you do that? Number one, you learn the value of what you're eating, right? Because when you see, when you feel like you worked really hard and you see how many points you created, and then you're looking at that food item you love. Now, all of a sudden, you have a work value. How much work did it take in order for you to eat this meal? You know how you felt after that workout, right? You know how much work you put in and how exhausted you felt. Now, if you did all that work and you still don't have enough points to eat that meal, then maybe you want to make another choice. Maybe a cheat meal is something different until you're ready to put in that kind of work. And, you know, I also manipulate my day, right? I eat low points for breakfast and lunch. So when dinner comes, I have whatever points are left from the day plus the fit points. It's doable. It's completely doable. And whatever, if, if you, all of a sudden you have one meal a week where you go and you're a little bit more relaxed, but you're still tracking, you're still measuring, you know, you're just, the food choice is not so much a big deal to you, but that, that's how I approach it. My, my food choice, I could care less about because that's my cheat meal and the tracking, measuring, weighing, I, I pay more attention to. That's just how I've chosen to do it. Because why? Because it enables me to track properly. Measuring and weighing enables me to track it properly. And this way I get my right point value. Condom accuracy. 97% accuracy in your tracking of your cheat meal. And you'll be able to enjoy cheat meals every week, whether it's once a week or twice uh, once every two weeks or once a month whatever it is you're not going to have a cheat meal every day cuz don't 
Don't go and sit there and say, oh, Donato said I can have a cheat meal whenever I want. No. Listen. Common sense, all right? Common sense, guy. And then you, 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 you get it done the right way. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we, uh, we got some, a, little, a few more things to talk about. So stick with me. Hi, everyone. I'm Donato Russo, and I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I would love it if we can connect on social media. If you're on Facebook and Instagram, look me up, at the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you're on Twitter, at the Ranting WW. If you're already on Weight Watchers and you want to connect in the Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. If you'd like to email the show, share your successes, share your failures, share your story in general, send me an email at therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. Most of all, if you're enjoying the show, please like it, share it, comment, and subscribe. Now, back to the show. And we are back. <clears throat> so for the uh, second segment here, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I came, how did I come to the point where I wanted to use fit points in my in my journey. So I got I got actually two stories here, one uh, from my point of view, and one from my wife's point of view, both of which are the exact same. Uh, the motivation to make the change was exactly the same, but the paths were completely opposite. Okay? So the... When I was approaching 75-pound mark, so I had passed 50, and that's when I started to exercise. And funny thing is, I was losing consistently until I started to exercise. <laughs> and then the, uh, you know, the, I felt like the weight loss slowed down, but that also could be because losing weight becomes harder the more weight you lose, right? So if you don't know that, uh, sorry, spoiler alert, <laughs> the uh, more you've lost and the little, you know, when you're on the tail end of your journey, the harder your journey becomes, okay? Sorry if that's going to discourage you, but it is what it is. Deal with it now. This way, when it actually comes time, you're prepared to know that you have to work harder. Harder than you can ever imagine yourself working even now. So here's how I came to my Fit Points uh, endeavor. At at my weight, uh, being over 300 pounds at the time, I'm approaching 75 pounds down. The scale wasn't moving the way I'd like it to move. I, I, I wouldn't say I was exactly in a plateau, but it's like it was like lose, lose, gain, lose, lose, gain. And I mean, even still now, my journey is very much like that. So that's the one thing I could say stayed consistent. So it was really the we we had decided to track our calories to see 
you know, how many calories are we taking in or stuff like that. So we decided to use MyFitnessPal and track calories. So we were like double tracking, tracking for Weight Watchers app and tracking for my for MyFitnessPal separately. And both uh, apps were synced up with my fit and my Fitbit. So it got my exercise data in both apps. So I don't know if you have MyFitnessPal or if you used it before, but when you're when you're setting up MyFitnessPal, it asks you a question, you know, like what's your height, what's your current weight, a uh, man or woman. Uh, then I believe it asks you how many pounds would you like to lose per week, and so you could put anything there. You could put five pounds there, right? And it, basically. What the app is telling you is that there's a mathematical equation based on how many pounds you would like to lose per week. Okay, fine. So I say, you know what, I get real, because um, one time my doctor, uh, Dr. D. Teodoro in Stanford, Connecticut, he's, he's a really good guy. And I miss going to him because now I live in Florida. He had said to me, I, I don't want you to lose Don, Don, I don't want you to lose 100 pounds. I want you to lose two pounds a week for 50 weeks. Does that sound doable? <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know what? That's I guess that's one way to think about it, right? So I had gone even, even to a lesser extreme than that. So when I was setting up my fitness pal... That, that question came up. How many pounds would you like to lose per week? So I set it at one pound per week. And so then it comes up with a, cal- a caloric intake. So based on my height and my weight, in order for me to lose a pound a week, I had to take in 2,500 calories. Okay, that sounds like a lot, but that's that's based on the information I gave the app, that's the caloric value I received. So now, once I started exercising, the exercise would populate into the app. And I, because I, I track religiously, so I could basically, whatever food I was eating in the Weight Watchers app, I just transferred it over, you know, because you you can zap it the same way in my fitness pal that you can zap it with... Uh, the Weight Watchers app, right? So I was zapping it for the my fitness pal. And once I set up weekday breakfast, you know, first breakfast, second breakfast, whatever it is, I saved all those meals because that's the way I eat and life is just easier for me that way. Right? So I set up all my meals in my fitness pal. This way I could just say, okay, weekday breakfast, enter, <laughs> you know, weekday lunch enter that was it right and so I noticed that really quickly when I would go for these walks and earn 40 fit points whatever I would see that all of the sudden the my fitness pal app would say it would be an addition uh, of calories added to my day now it wouldn't be the total amount. So let's say let's say I'm just throwing numbers out, right? Let's just say I burned 1200 calories in my walk, 
which is not far-fetched. I've done it. Um, it would give me like 900 of those calories. Right? And, and, and it's a little bit different either way. So if you did 1,500, probably be, you know, whatever. It's not an exact number less. I don't know it if it is uh, what the number is. But you'll notice that if you burn X amount of calories, it will only give you access to a certain amount of them. Okay? So I'm just throwing numbers out. If I burn 1,200, I got 900. Okay? That's not the exact number, though. And I noticed it would get added to the daily intake. So now you're thinking in your head, well, exercise is part of the journey. I'm not going to eat that and I should lose more. But it didn't happen that way for me. It didn't, it, it, if anything, my weight loss slowed down. So then I started to think, I told the app I wanted to lose a pound a week. It didn't know I was going to exercise. I added the exercise factor in afterwards. And it added a portion of the exercise to my daily intake in order to still lose one pound per week. So if I sat on my butt all day and did nothing... I needed to eat 2,500 calories per day and I would lose a pound a week. But the minute I introduced exercise, in order for it to still be a pound, I had to eat more. And I thought that was interesting that it stuck out to me that way. And so when things got really slow and the scale was just not moving, this kept ringing in my head that... You know, because I, I see I see things and I see the whole picture, right? So, and I said to myself, if I told the app I wanted to lose a pound a week and it's adding calories in order to still lose, there has to be a medium. There has to be some magical zone where you are within a certain amount of calories from what you burn. So let's say in a day someone burns 3,000 calories. You obviously want to be less than that with what you're eating, but you don't want to be so far less because then the body would become defensive, right? So the body goes into a defense mode and stores fat and burns muscle instead of burning fat. So I decided, you know what? We're going to give something a shot. We're going to experiment here. And at the point, at that time in my journey, I, I'm always, I am a very, how do I want to say this? I, I enjoy taking risks, okay? The greater the risk, the greater reward uh, kind of a thing. So I switched my app to use Fit Points. And so what that does is, because everybody on the Weight Watchers app gets a certain amount of daily points to use every day, right? And either you get weekly points, which is like a couple of extra points per week, just in case you have something like some sort of a, any, any occasion, any kind of circumstance where you just need a few extra points. 
So some, it, I remember when I first started, I was getting 42 weekly points that I never really, I never really ate because I got so many points in the beginning, but they were there. So then when you switch to fit points, it turns off the weeklies until later. It doesn't give you access to them unless you use the fit points you create first. Okay. So then I said, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to go for a walk and we're going to see what I create. So I went for a walk. I created 40 points. I believe, yeah, 40 plus points. Somewhere somewhere between 40 and 50 points I created the very first time I tested this out. And I said to myself, now if my fitness pal would give me access to however many calories, then I took a look and it gave me access not to all of the fit points. So it was like the same idea, right? So I burned 40, let's say, I'm just throwing a number out. I burned 45 fit points and I got access to like 38 of them. So then I, I, I thought that was interesting. So I came to the point where I said, you know what, we're going to give it a shot. I'm going to start using fit points on purpose just to see if I can get the scale really moving. So then I started to make myself a list of limitations. I would only eat high protein and the proteins that have that good fat. Like they say that almonds are high in protein, but they also have a high fat content that is good for you or something like that, right? And the same thing with peanut butter, uh, in that sense. Now, it doesn't take much. Peanut butter and almonds are very high in point value in the Weight Watchers app. So, you, I mean, like a half a cup is like 10 points. So you get barely any. So I said, okay, I made 40. I'm going to use 20. And I ate 20 points worth of almonds. So that's a cup of almonds, just so you're so you're... You can see a measuring cup filled with almonds. And these were not salted almonds. These were the kind of almonds you use when you bake. Not roasted, not salted, raw almonds. And I purposely, every only on the nights where I exercise, because at that time, I was only walking three days a week. I purposely ate half of what I created. So if I created 40, I ate 20. If I created 30, I ate 15. Whatever it was, that's what I did. And I ate it with almonds or peanut butter. The end of that week came. I stepped on the scale. I had dropped six pounds that week. So the risk was worth the reward. Now I'm going to tell you my wife's story. My wife has, was dealing with the exact same thing recently where the scale's not moving and she was creating a ton of fit points. She's doing a lot of exercise, six days a week, hour and a half a day. She's doing very aggressive workouts. So I told her, I said to her, you have one of two choices here. You could do what I did and take in more calories or 
you could do less workouts and to see if it evens out. So she thought about it and she decided that she would not be able to take in enough calories because she already is full. She's not really hungry. So she said, I'm going to try reducing my exercise instead of six days a week for an hour and a half a day. I'm going to do it four days a week for an hour and a half a day. So she cut two days out. Now, the end of the week came and she dropped 1.8. That doesn't sound like a significant amount of weight. I don't know. I mean, to me, that's a good good loss. And what I said to her at that point was, now you make no changes and you do it again the exact same way. And you see where it leads you because you lost this week. Keep it consistent. So if if you take a risk like I did or if you decide to tweak things like my wife did and you, dis, you, you, you end up successful at the end of that week, don't go changing it just to change something. If it worked, stick with it and make a decision in your head. that This is what I did. I made the decision to do what I did for four weeks and I had consistent losses. And at you know at some point in my journey, um, as a, after I passed the seventy five mark, and I was approaching the one hundred mark, I just got sick and tired of eating almonds, to be honest with you. And so I said, you know what, I don't really need this anymore. And so I started only using the fit points on weekends uh, during dinner time, and it became the cheat meal uh, fit point usage. And no longer just eating fit points just to do it to see what would happen. So now what what's the right way for you? If you're struggling right now and the scale's not moving and you feel like you're doing everything right and you're putting in a ton of exercise, you have one of two choices. You could do it my way where you're taking in more food but you're taking in high point value food that's good for you. Right, so this even includes stuff with like like avocado, but avocado didn't have protein, so I stayed away from it. it. didn't It didn't appeal to me, even though it would be high in points and high that that good fat that's in the avocado that's supposed to be good for you. I know that that's there, but I wanted to go after protein when I decided. Now you don't have to do it that way. You can do it whatever way you want, but you can do that high protein, high fat. Stuff like peanut butter, almonds, you know, nuts in that in that general sense. And you'll see it's not much more food than you're already taking in. It's literally this little cup. Like, yay, I got some almonds, yay. <laughs> and so it's not um, this astronomical, you're not sitting there like a gavon uh, eating all these these foods all day long. It's this little extra little cup. You know, measuring cup filled with almonds. That's it. And uh, you can go from there. And you, But you got to go in with the mentality of this is either going to go wrong or it's going to go right. And regardless of what I'm doing, regardless of what happens, what result, 
you can't flip out about it. If you have a gain after this, obviously the experiment didn't work for you the same way it worked for me or the same way it worked for my wife. Everybody's body is different, right? But you're in this for the long haul. You didn't go into Weight Watchers because you wanted to lose a few pounds, right? You went in because you wanted to change your lifestyle. So this is a lifestyle change. You're in this for the rest of your life. What's an experiment? What's one or what's a one-week gain? In the broad scheme of things, think about it. How long did it take you to put your weight on? It took me 15 years to put my weight back on before I started in 2019. So, I can't even I I can't even think that it's going to come off before then. It's got to take at least 15 or more for it all to come off, right? That's just one way to see it. But whatever you do, use common sense. What, you know, what is best way for you to try it out and don't panic. If you decided to do it my way, don't panic if it doesn't work out. That's it. It was a failed experiment. Try something else. You're in this for the rest of your life anyway. You might as well have fun with it. I hope you enjoyed the show today. And I hope I can help you to figure something out. Because the worst thing about this whole journey is when you're at your wit's end and you don't know what to do next. Right? So when you're when you're in that moment and all you want to do is quit and just say forget it all, that's the most important moment not to quit. Make a change like this. Choose my way. Choose my wife's way. Make It's an experiment. Make this journey exciting. Do something. Get excited to make you excited for it. Because if this is the long haul, if we're in this for the rest of our life, we got to be we got to be doing something to make it interesting. It cannot just be keep pounding the same way what is it is it Einstein that said insanity the definition of insanity is to do something the exact same way over and over again expecting different results if you're not getting the results you want take a risk put yourself out there give it a shot if it doesn't work go back to what you were doing so what if it went up a little bit You're in this for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. There is no end date. Acknowledge that right now. There is no end date. The minute you can say that to yourself, there is no end date, the scale has less power. Because as long as the scale, if you're looking at the scale as the end, to get to a certain point and have it end... The scale has power. If this scale, if this journey is for the rest of your life, the scale has less power. Take the power back. 
Take a risk. Experiment with your lifestyle. Do whatever it takes to keep yourself engaged and interested. And you will find success. Just enjoy the ride. The number goes up, it sucks. Big deal. Big deal. I hope you guys got something out of this today. I hope you liked it. If you enjoy the show, like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends about me. Spread the word. I can't believe it. We're in, uh, we are in six countries right now. As I speak to you, I'm being listened to in the U.S., Canada, United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia, and Singapore. Now, wherever you're listening from, I just want to thank you for listening to the show. Thank you so much. It means so much to me that here we are seven episodes in and six countries of the world are listening to me. Now, these might be tiny little audiences, but I don't care. It's awesome anyway. I'm seeing it as a plus no matter how you slice it. Come back and join me next Friday. We're going to have another fun episode for you. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.